Hey friends, oh my gosh. I don't know that I've even been in here since Corona. I don't know, I honestly don't have any idea. But I've committed to digging in back into the real world and spreading joy, insight, you know, whatever I absolutely can to bring positivity to people's lives, that's what I'm gonna do. So, I'm here, I'm in my car. These are really easy for me to record, like on my drive, um, because I'm not a great driver, and so just popping this on like my stand in my car and just talking things out is so much easier than me trying to like do anything else. So, um, plus it's like dedicated time quiet that I'm not like, I can't work while I'm driving, obviously, but I can talk. So here I am. I am uh, going to be doing these hopefully more consistently. Um, as I'm doing my drives during the day. And actually, to be honest, I usually was doing these on my drive, but I haven't been driving very much, obviously. Kids don't go to school in person yet. Um, and I wasn't going into my office literally since July, um, mostly because I actually caught COVID. I got COVID-19 and so I was pretty, I self-quarantined for like a whole month. And then um, for another month, kind of just because things were crazy, it was a weird season, we didn't know what was happening with school. There's just a lot going on. And so I didn't have a lot of driving. I didn't go to my office, I wasn't doing anything from leaving my house. So now I am kind of out doing more things and um, I'm able to have more space, more quiet time space to actually record these things. So that's exciting for me. Um, so I wanted to go over something that Yesterday I had a full day coaching session with a client and their biggest thing was they've never ever had to market before. Um, they've always had, they always worked based on referrals. So they would have like an industry expert send a lot of people their way. Um, and then they had like speaking events that the owner of the company would get asked to come speak at. They would get a lot of business that way because people would see her in speaking events. Um, and then like, just like other clients referring them. That's where they got, those are the three main ways they would get business in the past. So they've never actually had to ask for business. They've never actually had to like market or, you know, go out and search for people to come pay them money for their services. And so obviously this year, um, all events basically across the board have been canceled. So they're not getting that exposure that they normally would have every year. Plus the person who was doing a lot of referring quit the company that he was at. So He's not sending a lot of people their way and they just kind of their leads just basically dried up, you know, with COVID hitting. So I find that that is very normal and very much the uh, common problem that a lot of people in an online industry or just in an industry in general, they're facing that, right? Like business looks different because of the pandemic. A lot of things have shifted and changed and they've, people have had to obviously pivot and do other things, but they're also for the first time facing having to find clients. And um, I did an Instagram story yesterday on my account. And if you don't follow me on Instagram, I'm at Rosemary Watson, real simple. Um, and I've been jumping into stories every day. And yesterday, at, right after our coaching session, I talked about um, one, one way pe these people could market their business. So the owner was really reluctant and really hesitant to start marketing. She's like, I know nothing about marketing. I hate marketing. I hate the idea of asking for business. Like all of this is new. We've never had to do it and it freaks me out and I don't know what to do. So we spent a lot of time in that coaching session, really digging into like a marketing strategy with them and what that could look like. Um, and I think the main thing to remember when you have never had to find business before is that like marketing doesn't mean the same thing for everyone. 
So one good way to know what to do first, because I think that's part of the problem is people are like, what do I do first? Like, what's the first step? Because there's so many things you can do. There's so many opportunities. There's so many ways, directions, platforms. There's just so much. And it's like, you're almost overwhelmed by opportunity and you don't know where to start first. So I told her the best place to start is what's already working, right? Like where have you already gotten business in the past? And so one thing she said was like, okay, I think one of the biggest lead generators for us, people that would come to us and give us calls was I was interviewed on a podcast by this one specific guy. Um, that was a big one for me. I'm like, okay, cool. So I think one of the biggest strategies for you for marketing, the first thing you should do is have your, um, office admin make a list of a hundred podcasts you could be on. Now think a little bit outside the box. Like they're in an industry, um, of like financial planners. That's like their big industry. So I was like, yes, absolutely. Any financial planning podcast out there, write it on the list, but think outside the box. Like maybe you're a, you know, woman owned business, maybe any kind of podcast about women owned businesses or coaching. She's a coach for, um, financial planners. Anyone that's a coach, write down the podcast, like think a little bit outside the box of what your normal thing would be. And also not only think about people that are kind of like aligned with what you do, but what are other podcasts that your, your ideal clients are listening to? Right. So I had her describe her ideal client and for her business specifically, she said, you know, ours are men in their, you know, forties to 50 year olds. Um, they like to do these things on the weekend. These are what they're really passionate about. This is who they follow. This is what books, magazines, podcasts, TV shows. These are all the things that we think that they're probably paying attention to. So if we look at podcasts, like who, what podcasts are they listening to? Does it happen to be, um, uh, Dave Ramsey? That's a podcast. And like, is it likely you're going to be on Dave Ramsey? Probably not, but why not just write it down and throw a hail Mary and see if you can get featured. You know what I mean? Um, so we had her list, all these different podcasts that she could be on. I was like, and then have your office admin, just email five people a day, just pitching you. And so we can put together like a pitch kit for you, or just like a one page document explaining who you are, links to other podcast interviews that you've done, talking about your expertise, putting a photo of you, a photo of your um, integrator of your company, and just trying to get yourself out there. You know, that I think would be a really good starting point. And obviously from that starting point, there's so many opportunities from there that you could do, right? Like every interview you do, let's, we can start putting it on LinkedIn if that's something you're comfortable with. But if you're freaked out and you just want to dip your baby toes in, the bare minimum, have people, have your admin pitch you to, on podcasts. That is the simplest thing to get started. If that's the only thing you do this first quarter, I think that's a great place to start. So that was the first step we did. The second thing we did was talk about, um, referral programs because the other way that she was getting most of her business was from referrals. People talking about her in the industry and clients, um, referring other people to her. So we were like, okay, now let's like shift gears and talk about a referral program. And again, immediately she had resistance. She was like, I hate the idea of asking for business. Like I hate going to clients and acting super needy and being like, tell your friends. She's like, cause I hate going on Facebook and having people do that to me. Right? Like hate seeing that. I feel like that message is just so needy and like we're scrambling for business. And I think it paints a bad picture. And I said, that's absolutely fine. Like if that is not your jam, like we don't have to feel, do anything that feels inauthentic to you. So I said, it, it's a little bit different. There's like a two tiered approach to this, right? Like referrals are two different things. Number one, it's like 
you know, having people actually refer you and reminding them to do that. I think there's other ways to do it rather than reaching out and sending an email or text and saying, Hey, can you talk about us to all your friends? Like we don't need to do that. I think all you need to do is stay top of mind. That's the biggest thing that we need to do for referrals is make sure people remember that you exist. So it's not about asking for the referral. It's about just like sending, showing up in their mailbox and like sending them a card every single time it's their birthday, every single time it's their one year anniversary with their, with your company. If there is ever, um, if you, if you have your office admin, like do like a listening strategy, which is like follow all of these people on Facebook if you can. And if you ever see anyone have a new grandbaby, their daughter's getting married, it's a wedding anniversary. If you're just kind of keeping tabs on these people and actually like leaving a comment or sending a card or just doing something that feels really personal for them, that is marketing. Now it looks like customer care. It looks like client appreciation. It looks like just, you know, being kind and showing that you appreciate people. But in the end, it's like keeping them, keeping you top of mind. So whenever they hear of anyone that needs help, you're the first person they think of. So that is one leg of it. The other leg of it for a referral program is showing people that when they do refer you, that you appreciate it so much. So it's like making a huge deal about it. It's shouting them out. If you end up doing a webinar, it is sending a thank you card. It is sending a bouquet of flowers, sending a bottle of wine, sending a dinner gift card. Um, it could be cold, hard cash if you want. Want, um, a thank you box, like anything. It doesn't really matter. So it's just staying top of mind and it's showing that you really, really, really appreciate people when they do end up sending someone your way. So that can look different for a lot of different people. But I think if you just start there, and that's what I told my clients, that if you do nothing in this next quarter till the end of the year, other than those two things, you know, putting together a referral program and showing up on people's podcasts, even pitching, even if you don't end up doing one more podcast interview, just reaching out to these people to, so they know you exist and know you have expertise, that is going to get you more business and get you started with marketing faster than you doing anything else. So that's my big tip for today. That's my big insight from yesterday's coaching session. If you guys have questions, let me know. I'm happy to answer them here on the podcast.